Hey there, educational rock stars. Are you feeling overwhelmed with lesson planning for your English language learners? Well, I've got some exciting news for you. Introducing our upcoming free webinar, Simplify Your Approach, Three Time-Saving Routines for ELL Success. Join me for a power-packed 45 minutes that's set to revolutionize your teaching strategy. In this webinar, we'll dive into three practical, easy-to-implement routines that will not only enhance your ELL teaching methods, but also save you hours of planning time. Yes, hours. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, these insights are tailored to help everyone make the most of their teaching time. Plus, you'll leave this webinar ready to implement these routines the next day. So mark your calendars for our two upcoming dates. I don't want you to miss this opportunity to transform your ELL lesson planning. To reserve your spot, simply sign up at www.equippingells.com slash routines. Trust me, your future self will thank you for it. I'll see you at the webinar. Teaching ELL students is a privilege and a joy. Is it easy? No way. But with the right support, you can feel empowered to tackle each day with ease and confidence. I'm your host, Beth Boucher, founder of Inspiring Young Learners. With over 10 years of teaching both nationally and internationally, I know what it takes to ensure that your ELL students have what they need to thrive today, tomorrow, and for life. I'm on a mission to empower you to equip your English language learners. Welcome to Equipping ELLs. Let's get to today's episode. You are listening to episode 27 of the Equipping ELLs podcast. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Equipping ELLs. We are in episode three of our summer series called Successfully Setting Up for the School Year This Summer. Every week, we are walking through the foundations of getting set up now so you can start the year ready to go. These podcast episodes are going to be short on time, but big on action so that you can spend just a little time making a big impact and getting ready for next year. Now, the last two episodes have been heavy on work. If you've done it yourself, you know they've taken a lot of time. But today's episode will give you the tool you need to be ready to support your students during any subject, any lesson, in any grade and language level. This will make your life so much easier. Ready to go? Let's dive in. So even if you have a clear plan and path to go forward with your scope and sequence and quarterly goals, like we talked about in the last two episodes, if you haven't listened to those yet, make sure to go back and listen to episode number 25 and number 26. But even if you have that already set up, there is still the day today that cannot be planned for because we are working with humans. If we are laminating our plans and using the same ones year after year, We are not really teaching. Our students should be guiding our flow, showing us when they need us to slow down, when they need us to spend more time on something, and when they are ready to speed up and be more challenged. This is key to successfully reaching our ELLs, but it can be very overwhelming. That's why in the day-to-day, you need to have a good idea of appropriate expectations. This is a point where I find 
a lot of teachers struggle, even experienced ESL teachers struggle with knowing what is an appropriate expectation because we know every student is different. And then when you add in the ELL component, every ELL student is different. And sometimes we want it to be easy. Oh, here's a fourth grader who's a level two student. He's going to be able to do all this. And that's not always the case. You could have five fourth graders who are all level two and they're all capable of doing different things and have areas that they need more support in that are different. So that doesn't really work when it comes to our ELLs. And that's why having a clear idea of the day-to-day expectations is necessary. Why is this necessary? Because something I see happen a lot is either over scaffolding or under scaffolding. So there's two different camps, two different things that are going on. Either we're providing way too much support and we're allowing our, our ELL students to really just kind of coast because they, they understand, oh, my teacher is going to do it for me. And I'm okay with that right now. We don't want that. <laughs> we want them to feel challenged and they want to feel challenged too. At the core, they do. And so we do not want to over scaffold. We don't want to keep giving them scaffolds that are great for newcomers when they've moved into an immediate level. And so we have to have a clear idea if we're over scaffolding. The other side of that is under scaffolding. We're pushing them into these activities that they're not ready for, and we don't provide the right scaffolds and supports. And so in turn, they produce work that is not what we were looking for, and they end up feeling frustrated, discouraged, disappointed, and want to give up. These are really two extremes that we don't want to spend time on either of those. So how do we do this? How do we make sure that we're not over scaffolding or under scaffolding? And today's going to be a really simple episode because I'm going to take all the guesswork out of it for you and just take you to the action steps of downloading, laminating, and printing the WIDA Can Do Descriptors Simplified. So that's the freebie you're going to get today. If you go to inspiringyounglearners.com slash ESL teacher toolkit, you're going to get a whole set of K through eight language can do descriptors. Now, if you're familiar with WIDA, you might say, well, I, I use these. I have these from WIDA and they are kind of a mesh of a lot of different things from WIDA all in one. And the beauty of this is that it's visually easy to use because I don't know if you're like me, but when I go on Weta's site, it becomes very overwhelming with pages and pages that you've downloaded and you're really not sure which are the can-do descriptors and which are the standards and what are you looking at now? And now they've updated them and it gets a little bit chaotic. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but all I've done is really taken the whole, all these different tools that are available from WIDA, all these different language tools that they have, and really condensed them into clear expectations according to domain, grade level, and language level. In this download, you do not want to miss this. This is one of the best tools for you to have in your classroom, whether you're a homeroom teacher or ESL teacher. What you'll find is every grade level, so kindergarten, level one student in listening, 
here are five or six things that this student can do and should be able to do. Hey teachers, I'm interrupting this episode to ask you a quick question. How different would your life be if you could confidently plan effective and engaging lessons for your yellow students in a fraction of the time? I created my membership equipping ELLs to do just that. When you join, you gain instant access to the exact resources you need, proven and prepped for you, plus a supportive private community of like-minded educators. Join us today at www.equippingells.com. Now back to the episode. Let's say you teach fifth grade. All right, here's a fifth grade level four student in reading. Here are five or six things that this student can do. Why is this so important? Well, because when we're looking at the things that they can do, we're helping to know and set those high expectations. If they can't do it, when we assign it to them, we give them the support and we help them to get there. Instead of just assuming they can't do things and lowering that bar or over scaffolding, it gives us a clear idea. These are the things that this student should be able to do. It helps us lesson plan as well. It's a great way to just quickly know how to modify something, how to assess something, how to differentiate an activity that they're doing in the homeroom classroom. You can look and quickly scan and say, okay, in my guided reading group, this group is a group of third graders that are level three. Let's look at the reading and writing and see what are the skills that they are targeting right now. And let's work on those and see where they're at. Again, it goes back to the, like I said, what in last week's episode, it's all about clarity. It helps you to feel confident. It helps you to know because none of us want to push a student to frustration level, but sometimes it's in that frustration. Sometimes it's in those hard times that they really work it through, that they develop those skills, that they feel proud of their work when they get the breakthrough. And so this has helped me as a teacher to know if what I'm expecting and asking of that student is something that they should be able to do. Because if it is, then I might give them a little bit more of that, that frustration time, (laughs) that struggle time before I jump in. But if it's not something that they're ready for, then I'm going to help. I'm going to support. I'm going to give them those scaffolds that they need. This is great to use for scaffolding. Like I said, quick assessments, quick modifications, How you can use it is to have it handy to use whenever you need it for whatever lesson. That's the other beautiful thing. You can apply it to whatever subject, whatever grade level you're working with easily. Another easy way that you can use them is to just print the skills in black and white. They're like half sheet skills. You can check off what your student should be working on, and then you can send it back to the homeroom teacher to help that homeroom teacher have a better idea of what to expect with that student. So again, it goes back to empowerment of helping the homeroom teachers see easy ways that they can scaffold and support for their ELLs and having that communication system of, you know, easy for you to just print, check it off, send it back, and then you can start that dialogue together and see how you're helping to support those students with those expectations. 
So your challenge is really easy this week. These expectations are already available and waiting for you. Your challenge this week is to download them, print them, and I recommend to laminate them if you're able to, because you will want to have these with you all the time. I put mine, I hole punched them, put them on the three ring binder. They're half sheets, so they're just easy to carry with, throw in your bag. And it's just so nice to have on you at all times. So you can quickly glance and see what those students should be working on. I separated mine out by grade level clusters so that it was just really easy to find what I was looking for. But those are available for you to get those set up right now. Something really simple, easy to do. At least download it and put it on your desktop so you have it ready for when you go back to school. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. All links and resources mentioned can be found in the show notes. If you're looking for even more support and done-for-you resources created specifically for the needs of ELLs, head to inspiringyounglearners.com. I'll catch you here next week. Until then, take that next step to keep equipping your ELLs.